and we're back on the Media Virus Podcast with just the tips. Just the tips. It's Stanley McFadden. Ladies and gentlemen, the Media Virus Podcast, good evening. It is I, the one and only Big Daddy, Professor of Big Technology from the U of V, proudly bringing to you another episode of Just the Tips. Tonight's episode, episode 56. Tonight's tip. Consider getting yourself a sex doll. You see, ladies, sex dolls know when to shut the fuck up. Sex dolls don't whine and complain. Don't tell us when to do the dishes. Don't complain about, oh, it hurts so big. Sex dolls don't tap out after 20, 30, 40 minutes of daddy long strokes. Sex dolls have mouths that can just keep taken dick. More importantly, sex dolls can take a punch. I'm just saying, you've been beating against a lot, ladies. So you know what? Let that man have his sex doll. Let him be happy. Just shut the fuck up and let him have some fun. Y'all got all sorts of toys. Let that man have a toy. Gentlemen, Get yourself consider getting yourself a sex doll. Make sure that the uh, the skin is is realistic enough to satisfy your needs. I wouldn't go with straight plastic. I would consider something that has more of a like a polycarbonate blend, something that you can wash. Make sure you wash it from time to time. You don't want to grow any test tube babies in the crevices of some doll. Get yourself one. Uh, either online or at a decent store, just not in the back alley. Or if you need to, steal that motherfucker from a good place if uh, they're, they're hiking up the price too much. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, just the tips, media virus podcast, Big Daddy, and I'm out. Happy fucking, happy fucking that sex doll. <laughs> I don't know if, if everyone's aware that uh, Big Daddy is a medical professional. <laughs> so, so that, surprising, that's, right? That's please, advice. Please know that that is medical. not medical advice. I feel, sure like, I feel like it is. I'm sure like it's not. Like, I, I, I feel I, it sounded very medical to me. I'm going to have to insist it was not medical advice here on the Media Virus <laughs> podcast. That was definitely medical advice. No, you, you no, I assure you it was not. Detail. You forgot one very important detail. If you're going to watch your sex, I'll don't do it in the driveway when your neighbors are home. It's <laughs> probably good advice, Pete. Do you think there's like a clean out valve? <laughs> <laughs>
Like he can open it like, up, like on, like on a tuba or a trumpet. No, 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 no. You no. open it up in the back, and like you, you, you stick the hose in there. Like on the side of an RV, where you hook the water up. <laughs> yeah, or like the, or like a cooler. You could fill a cooler with ice. Can you see uh, Uncle Eddie <laughs> in his bathroom, <laughs> like washing out, washing out his his sex doll <laughs> twat? Yeah, just you know, smoking his a stogie, like eh, just watching out old Becky here. <laughs> it's also it Cooter. It's broke. Cooter's Cooter's full. Cooter's full. Cooter's full. And you probably you probably should not use your toilet brush. Probably not to clean out your sex. Nope. Probably not. Get a, get a whole separate brush. I would get yeah. Get separate. Yeah. Sex toy cleaning equipment. <laughs> label them. Yeah, you don't use, use a sharpie if you you know whatever, but label them. I mean, dude, seriously, without the without that cleanout valve, you probably have to use a plunger to clean it out. Just like, uh, know, I feel like just, like a good a good bottle brush, like you know, like used for cleaning out your uh, cups at home. You <laughs> <laughs> see that video of a guy that wrapped a pocket pussy around a tailpipe? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I've seen that one. You know what? That is going. Speaking not not that particular ridiculous video, but we do. Uh, we've got a stack of them as usual. We've got some ridiculous videos to watch Ooh, in yeah. Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner, and that's <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. I look forward to this every week. Let's see what what Matt sent to the show. Yep. End of the show. As a as a reminder, it is a production of the Media Virus Podcast Network. Maddie's TikTok Nonsense Corner. Uh, we're loading up here, but you can you can go to um, at at nine p.m. on show night. A uh, new post goes live on themediavirus.com, and that post will have all of the TikToks for that week. So, if when we Wednesday tape, night at nine. Yep, Wednesday night at nine, because that's. Just before the C, the the C block starts, uh, and you can go there and get a look at the TikToks. Like if if you happen to be listening on on the audio podcast, and you're like, "What the hell are they talking about?" You can go and check out the uh, TikToks that we were talking about right there on the website. And we're gonna check them out, but we're gonna click directly. I, that oh, that is the post. So we're gonna get started. Oh, yeah, this is a comedian that I saw, and I was... Whoa, that's not how I wanted to do it. Where, where, where'd she go? But I'll take it for this time. Maybe not. What the hell is it doing? Go away. It's fucking with you, as it always does. Yeah. Fucking TikTok. See, none of that's right. So come back here. We heard about the crimes against humanity in Palestine, and we didn't really get into that one because that's not one of like the in crises. <laughs> missed the first part of the joke, so it's oh. and it. Damn it! Hang on. We'll get to the. We'll get to the. The. Trying to get to the replace. Does. Eventually, give you a replay link. There it is. But you gotta unmute it first. Hearing how hard it is for other people is really hard for us. 
Like we ha- we heard how hard it was for black people, and we were devastated. <laughs> we saw pictures of the destruction in Ukraine, and we needed a social media break. <laughs> we heard about the crimes against humanity in Palestine, and we didn't really get into that one because that's not one of like the in crises. <laughs> But in general, hearing how hard things are for other people has been really hard for us. So hard, we can barely make our own jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) The setup to the joke is I figured out what what white women's problem is. Oh. (laughs) It's really hard for them to find out how hard it was for everybody else. Right. And I've I've really, I've come across, this is, this is my, because I know that a lot of people want to blame old white men, the patriarchy. It's not old white men. It's all white. It's white women, all white women, white women are the problem. White women are the problem with society. They're the ones that can train the animals. They're obviously fucking witches, all of them. Uh, They can, you know, they, they get upset. Any, any, anything with any fervor behind it is because of a white woman. (laughs) And that's just, just the way it is. And some, not for nothing. Some man, someone said, yes, for fuck's sake, yes, just stop. Just stop. I'll go do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And here's the thing. If you want to blame white men, well, guess where they come from? White women. White women. So those are the people that raise the white men to go out into the world. So blame them. It's all their fault. <laughs> all right. That's all, that's all I have to say about the issue. That's Maddie at themediavirus.com. Maddie at themediavirus.com. Or give us a call here at 646-VIRUS-0. You might want to... Might want to what, Pete? You, you might want to nails the size of your mailbox. Itching to use it. Every man in the country is required to undergo 170 days of military basic training. When you finish training, you are required to keep your gun and take it home with you. That's the law. Until a couple years ago, the Swiss Army was so hardcore, it didn't allow vegans and required women soldiers to wear men's underwear. What the hell is with that? Plus, the Swiss Constitution requires every household to have its own fallout shelter. They are fully planning on being nuked. Switzerland might be neutral, but they're not pacifists. They're freaking psychos. Or they've watched the world long <laughs> enough to know what is necessary to survive. Right. You're talking about Switzerland. Like every, every, every citizen has to take gets two years in the yep. military no matter what and then you take your gun home with you and you're required to have a fallout shelter that's cool like that's, that's how that's, that's, that's how that's life gives should them be. such confidence and why they're so calm <laughs> that's how life should be that's it's that simple that's what every country should be doing and if they're not they don't necessarily give a fuck about you right so what's that tell you about the states this I also guy. want to make a statement to you. Yeah. I'm done with the beach. Yeah. I'm not a beach guy. I think at this point in 30, my 39th year of life, praise be to Allah, preach, I brother. will never preach. be a beach guy. Yeah. I do not fuck like it at all. I hate it even more now with kids because the stress level when you bring children oh, to the beach is at a fever pitch. When you have them in the pool, it's maybe 90% lower. Yeah. Because you can just They're hang out in the, the sand. Pool. There's riptides. I, I, they, 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 they get lost. They cut on a shell. Dude, not to mention the crowds, the strangers. The last time I was out at the beach, we had my granddaughter and friends' kids. Right. 
And that has got to be one of the most fucking stressful goddamn things. Somebody's got to go to the yeah. fucking bathroom. The other one doesn't want to fucking leave the sandcastle, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, thank God there was a big crew of us. <laughs> yeah, compare, that makes we it outnumbered, easier. We did outnumber the kids, which makes it easier. But if it's, <clears throat> and when I say outnumber, one child and two parents is not outnumber. Right. No, you need at least another person there that gives a fuck about that kid. Mm-hmm. To pay attention long enough if you want to have any fun at the beach. Yep. Dude, all my granddaughter did was eat sand. <laughs> all she fucking did. She, she every time we cleaned her off, she laid in it. She would dip her hands in the sand and then get fruit snacks, <laughs> gummy fruit snacks. And I would keep washing her hands off with fucking oh. water, and then she would stick them right back in the sand. And, and she those. and she was chewing those gummy snacks with the sand, huh? Yes. Oh, oh that makes my skin crawl. It does. She loved it. Oh, it makes my skin crawl. On one of the other screens, I have this picture of her just, it's just that her eyes, I took this. Uh-huh. What, I, what I did is uh, she wasn't feeling too good, uh-huh. but she was over my house. And I had my, I had my camera that I had just gotten for 60 bucks. Right. And uh, so I was like, okay, we're going to do some fun things. And I went, and this was a pain in the ass for me. This was hard. I put her in a swing. Uh-huh. There's a park right across the street from my house. Uh-huh. I put her in a swing. And we started swinging her. Uh-huh. And then I laid on the ground. Uh-huh. Right? Like back and I laid yeah. on the ground. I just took pictures. Uh-huh. So there's this one where it's just her eyes are just staring at me. And she's looking at me like, yeah, I ate all that sand and I'll fucking do it again. Yeah. That's all I see in her eyes. <laughs> she is an instrument of chaos. And taking taking an instrument of chaos, you know, to the beach, yep. you're gonna get more chaos. Yep. And when there's like, you know, when there's a crowd of people. And there's pro- the most dangerous thing, most dangerous in Adam. I mean, except maybe a mountain, a, a cliff is more dangerous than, you know, or is perceived, a perceived danger to me, but right. not to her. Right. She just sees water. I had this when I was a kid. I had an argument with my parents that the, I, there, there was no deep end because all the water was at the same size. <laughs> right. I was, when Perfectly I was her good age, logic. Yeah. When, her, when I was her age, I had this argument and I, I'm, she, my parents would remind me of it every once in a while that I, I, I would not, I could not believe that this water was more than that water because it was all the same size. And that's right. how kids think Yep. until you teach them that a water fills the container it's in. Right. Right. It all looks, yeah, you, you can't have a pile of water. Right. You can't. Exactly. It's called a bucket <laughs> and it's still the container it's in. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying. And so what, you know, the kids running for the fucking, I you know, running thought, for the, I never thought the, of that. The water. I thought of it that way. What, what a, screws them up about that is, is a little pile of winter. What's that? I said, what screws them up is when, is then when they, it's winter, right. Exactly. Winter, Cause you're yeah. like, wait, it's, it's frozen water and you can pile it up, but it has to be frozen. And they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. And you're like, oh, so you have to start explaining to a three-year-old that water <laughs> is the only element that takes up all three states. It's both the kids, a gas, a solid and a liquid. Yep. I don't understand that shit. And their eyes roll back in their head. And then they're like, yes. <laughs> you're crazy. And they run away. Right. But I would, I would want to jump into the pool because it had to be all the same size because it was all the same Right, because you could see, all all each other. That's you how I see the top of it. Right, that's how I perceive the world. Yep. So that's, and yep. 
you know, that's, I think that's how kids, this issue, I mean, it was a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Avery never left this country. It just went overseas. You like chocolate? Well, a lot of our chocolate comes from child slave labor on the coast of Africa. These children are sold by their families and forced to work on cocoa farms doing backbreaking labor. You love your electric cars? Well, the cobalt that is used in the batteries is harvested by slave labor. That includes children as well. You just don't hear the left complaining about this because they're enslaved by other brown people. Brown people enslaving brown people. In fact, the majority of slavery today that is like that old school chattel style slavery is done in black and brown countries. Okay. Well, something I want to I want to bring to everyone's attention every chance I get. Okay. Is that slavery still exists? Yes. And it exists for people enslaving the people that look just like them. Yes. So if you can dehumanize someone that looks just like you, you can dehumanize anybody. Yes. And it, it is easier. <laughs> it's it's e- look it was easier to dehumanize the, the Japanese because they were different to the Americans than it was to they wouldn't send. They sent all the German, all the German descendants in America. They sent them to, to Japan. <laughs> Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, if you had a German last name, you were going. You weren't going to the European theater. You were going to Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. Yeah. So I, I I thought you meant like they they were rounding up Germans just to send no, them to it's Japan. Like, it's not like Russia was doing with the Cubans. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Dude, Russia's. Did we talk about that? We did. We did. Dude, just they're just rounding up Cubans. See, I, I thought I, I thought you meant we were we were just returning the Germans, but but to the Japanese instead of the Germany. No, that's what we should have done. All the POWs, all the German POWs, sent them over to fight. Well, Japan, they don't know the difference. Well, we had a lot of camps yeah. going on back then. It was it camps were very busy. Um, Dude, there was a, they're the, talking the, about quarantine camps in New York right now. The Japanese and the Italians were both rounded up and and put into camps. During I didn't World hear War about II. the Italian. I guess that was just Brooklyn. No, there, there, there were there were a number of Italian nationals that they put in camps along, you know, alongside the Japanese during World War II because Italy was aligned with the axis of evil. With the axis power. No, not for nothing, but that's how you fight an enemy. Sorta. Of. That's kind of I mean, sorry. That's how you fight when there's an enemy, that's that's kind of and you, you should look at but we should also when they on the other side of that give them all the shit back and, and like at least give them a medal or something. Well, I yeah, mean, it's just like doing your, doing your part for your country too little, too late. But I, I mean, yeah, it's I don't know, just saying, hey, I'm not making excuses. But what the maybe, fuck? maybe we shouldn't have just randomly rounded up everybody who happened to be of a particular ethnicity just because well, that was the ethnicity we were fucking at war with. They were, in 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 a lot of cases, they were American citizens who wanted to be here. Oh, I get that. Yeah, they want to be there because it sucks over there. But you know, it's still, you know, there's still this national pride thing, and you don't know who to trust and who not to trust. You know, you get if you if you prevent no. like fucking three terrorist attacks. Now, my grandparent, my great grandparents were left alone, but well, there you go. But they had uh, two or three at least two, if not three sons in the military actively serving yeah. at the time. Yeah. My, my grandfather was in the Navy. Uh, I think, uh, uncle Charlie was in the, uh, in the army. But what TikTok sparked this? Oh yeah. That I don't remember now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but I mean, dude, it still happened. Like it's 
the world's fucked and people are worried about what we're doing and we're probably about the most progressive fucking country there is. Right. And people are still pissed off. But look at the rest of the world. Look at what the rest of the, how the rest of the world acts. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and, you know, and think about how insignificant our fucking problems are. Oh, what's this guy? Many of them. I'm, I'm trying to wait for it to come back around. Kind of thing. And I think that is the most I don't know difficult why I can't problem get a little... that most people have in understanding this disorder because... I don't understand why I can't get a little bar to fix that. You can. It's just not on every video or something. It's, it has to do with the creator. They didn't like put that option on or something. It is annoying. I have a sexual example for you for what it's like to have ADD. I said that having ADD is like having erectile dysfunction of the mind. If the task you're trying to do is something that turns you on, you're up for it and you can perform but if the task you're trying to do is not something that's intrinsically interesting, if it doesn't turn you on, you can't get it up. But if you can't get it up, you're not going to be able to perform. And in that situation, it does not matter how much you may say to yourself, I need to, I really ought to, I should. You can't make it happen because it is simply not a willpower kind of thing. And I think that is the most difficult problem that most people have in understanding this disorder because it looks for all the world as though it is a problem with willpower. You can do it here, why the <laughs> hell can't you do it there? When in fact, it's not. It's a problem with the chemistry of the brain. I thought that was an interesting comparison. It is. You know, between AD, ADHD or ADD and erectile dysfunction. If you, you know, no matter how hard it is, you, no matter how hard, no matter how much you want to do the thing, if you can't do it, you just can't do it. Right. And that's how a lot of my life has been. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, I definitely huh. get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is Banksy. He's fucking funny. Two things in this world I love. It's guns and pussy. And I'm very off-putting to women. So, um, thank you. Uh... <laughs> he usually, he's usually responding to somebody. So he says, thank you so much for commenting. After he says something. <laughs> just, just you, there's two things I love. It's guns and pussy. And I'm very off-putting to women. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see what we have with this guy. Because there's so many sheltered people on this app, I feel like this needs to be said out loud. Rage Against the Machine was not talking to their parents when they said, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. They were talking to the government. When I tell you that this replayed over and over <laughs> for about five minutes while I was, when I was watching, I'm like, oh my God. You, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I knew that. It's just like... It's like, oh, it just feels so good to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to hear somebody say it out. Because sometimes I think I'm, you know, I'm the one that's lost. You know, but there are people out in the weeds with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're here. We're here. And We're that's here. okay. We're here. One thing we don't talk about enough is how suspicious birds are. Like, they've been around for over 80 million years. Right? Like, we refer to the extinction of the non-avian dinosaurs 64 million years ago. Because the avian dinosaurs are, are still here. They're up in the sky. That's suspicious. I mean, what do you have to do to exist for 80 million years? Some dark stuff. I read Twilight. I know it's involved in achieving immortality. There's, there's some downsides. Look, I'm not saying that birds can fly because they don't have to worry about the weight of having a soul. <laughs> but I'm also not not saying that. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Whoa. Birds, birds are kind of... I've had this, we've had this discussion many times that birds are fucking scary. Well, yeah, they're much lower on the evolutionary chain. 
Yeah. But they're, are they? Maybe not. Maybe they're are much they higher. Lower? Maybe they're higher. I mean, if you think of, you know, they're, they're up in the sky. You know, I'm sure, dude, there are still birds that can pick up a small child. Yep. You know, and just go off with them. Like, there's a reason birds scare us. Oh, yeah. You know, it, you know. It, the genetic programming only picks, picks that shit up when it's really pertinent and you know i heard somebody i think it was jordan peterson i think he said that uh, there's a reason that dragons the dragon is is this mythical creature because it's a it's a bird snake lizard right it it's all those things that we it's all of the things yeah. that we're, we should be terrified of you know that that instinctively we're instinctively terrified of snakes you know you get over it some people you know i mean if you try I, I saw the dude. I don't want to oh, try God. anymore. What's her name? What was, oh, what's the hot bitch's name from from Dust Till Dawn? Oh, I don't know. I'm Sp- Cruz something. Fuck. Penelope. Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz had to like go to a psychiatrist to get over her fear of snakes for that role in From Dust Till Dawn because she was terrified of snakes. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm definitely not a fan, man. I, I, I have no desire to be any less afraid of them right now. See, my mom, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with you, sir. My mom is terrified of snakes. Now, I have a healthy respect for wildlife. Now, it's, it's not I an have, illogical fear that I have. I just no, don't do it. I don't do it. My don't mother like is terrified. Done. She is terrified of snakes. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. Right. That snakes, worms, anything that doesn't have legs and moves. Freaks her the fuck out. I, I do have, tr- and that is one of my problems with snakes. They don't have legs. How can I trust you if you don't have legs? Right. So, in the Poconos, I was a younger boy, maybe about 10, 10, 11, right? The house wasn't fully built yet. But the kitchen was, the kitchen was ready. So you could move in. Right. Well, dude, my dad, <laughs> this, you don't, literally, no shit. My father, we used to camp. Next to the, where you were building the house? Laying the foundation. We yeah. camp. Sometimes I slept in the back of his truck. When we got the stick frame up, he insulated the fuck out of the bathroom. The master bathroom. And he had a cot. And the master bathroom had enough room for a bed. And he and that's and he insulated the shit out of it. And we all slept in the master bathroom with a space heater while we were working on the rest of the house. Oh, geez. And then eventually he like he finished his, you know, he finished the bedroom, then he put a bed in there. And you know, yeah. It, as everybody's Ooh, room got finished, they got to get, they got to, you know, have, they got to move in. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I'm, you know, sticking around the woods and I find a baby garter snake Me and my friend, Sean. Right. Find a baby garter snake. Right. So take the garter snake. I want to hang on to the garter snake. So I stuff it into a soda can and I bring the soda. I got to piss. I had a shit. Probably. I had to use the bathroom. I wouldn't have just peed outside, but I probably had, I probably had a poop. So I bring the can inside. I put it, I put it on the counter to, kitchen and i say mom don't freak out there's a snake in there and i go into the bathroom while i'm going to the bathroom my mother starts fucking screaming (laughs) screaming i hear glass breaking i'm like what so i you know quickly do the paperwork pull my pants up walk outside to the bathroom i come out quickly do the paperwork i love that phrase (laughs) and i walk up and she's like there's a fucking snake and it's not even its head poked out like it wasn't even fully out of the thing yet. And I was like, I literally just told you there was. Hmm. And she's like, Oh, Matthew, I didn't believe you. I'm like, why the fuck would I lie to you? 
<laughs> I think I was just trying to get a reaction out of you. No, I was legitimately being kind, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's not something you just walk into a room and say either. Right. No, but also, <laughs> if you think about it, like to me, the, the idea of being scared of a snake is being startled by it. Right. You don't expect it. It's there. But right. once you've been told there's a snake. Right. You, you're not, ex- like, oh, here you're not expecting a phobia, an illogical fear. Uh, right. I was not expecting. She, although she told me many times how much she hated snakes. <laughs> but again, when you're 10... Right. Don't listen to your mother. You don't give a shit. All right. So, you know, that's the end of the story. But she she didn't like snakes. But I, I was apparently, uh, I was grounded that week, a whole week for doing that, for bringing a snake in and telling her there was a snake in and then the snake popped out. I'd have beaten the brakes off of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So what's the next uh, TikTok? And she just said he'd be here any minute, dog. Like, this is gonna be a big deal, man. Like, I'm gonna find where I get all my melanin. Like, I'm gonna find out where I get my name from, where I get my beautiful ebony yeah. features from. Black guy waiting to meet his dad. Marcus? Yeah? <laughs> Marcus, I finally found you. Hmm. Your dad's white. Thank you. Thank you, white Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Papa. White people don't say white Jesus. No. Everybody knows. You're my best friend. You're thick and thin. We're eating hella mayonnaise. Peeling tomatoes. Looking at stocks. Passive aggressive. And buying long socks. My white dad. He's white as hell. He's pretty funny. Stop offering me chicken. My white dad. Can he say nigga? No, no, no. Hello. <laughs> Oh, that just makes me happy. <laughs> I belly, did I belly laugh at that? Not a share. If it's if it's not something I like wholeheartedly agree with, yeah, or something I belly laugh at are the two things. And you, I think you guys got to decipher which one's which. You know, but that's that's part of the fun, right? Tennessee store recently, and let me tell you, there was not a single fucking dragon in there. I mean, they barely even had armor, and all the armor they did have was just leather armor. Who uses a whip in a fantasy battle anyways? He said he walked into a fantasy store recently. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> he means a sex shop. But he didn't know that's what he meant. Right? He didn't know that's what he meant. False advertising. Many men who are physically brave beyond any question when it comes to standing up against a tyranny that threatens with armies. Some of them carry the actual scars of battle to prove it. But when it comes to this new kind of war, they're lost to the fight. When there is no battlefield, when the weapons are not rifles or bombs but economic pressures, then who is your enemy? How do you fight? Where do you begin? It's precisely for these reasons that any modern dictatorship must have control over the economic sphere of all human activity. This was true of Nazism, it was true of fascism, it's true of communism, and it's also true of socialism. Regardless of what name we give it, total government control is by definition totalitarianism. That's what the word means. I just, I, I'm just I figured say he we said have about that. Five minutes left. He said that way better than I ever could have. Right. I mean, but that's kind of the point of the show. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. We don't know where the battlefield is, but we're going to make fun of it. That's right. Because we've none of us, none of us are, are 
old enough, you know, young enough to fight anymore. Right. So we you uh, guys fight it out. You figure it out. I'm just gonna get drunk and laugh. We'll tell you about all the isms that we didn't have time for and think are stupid. Listen to this. At a local waffle house, someone contaminated a batch of blue food color. Blue food coloring was supposed to be a part of their blue waffle special. Coincidentally, those that ate from the batch of blue waffle mix contracted COVID. Don't believe me? Look up blue waffle. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody go to your go to your search engines right now. Type in blue waffle, and there's a peti- there's a link in the in, in the description. Like once you click on it, there's another link. There's a there's a um, a petition that you can sign that you know tells the government that they can't have control over our waffles. That's right. We'll eat waffles whatever color we want. Right. And if you're sick of high gas prices, go to lemonparty.org. <laughs> you guys did hear me when I said we only have a few minutes left. Yes. Of course we did. Cool. We're gonna run it. We're, we're gonna run the wheels off of this one. Okay. Or at least try. No company, Save My Ink Forever, extracts people's tattoos after they've passed and preserves them into framed artwork. When they receive a request to preserve a tattoo, they send a package of materials to the funeral home for the tattoos to be removed. Morticians are directed through an instructional video to remove only the necessary amount of skin needed to preserve the tattoo. The skin is then shipped off to Ohio for the team to clean and then sewn onto a canvas and framed using museum-grade UV blocking glloss. The cost ranges from about $1,700 for a small tattoo to over $120,000 to preserve a full body suit. The idea may sound morbid, but it gives people a unique memory of their loved ones that last forever. Now, I don't have any tattoos. What I was thinking is they could just dry out all of my skin <laughs> and, and, and put me in like a framed glass. But if they could just add some downstairs, you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> maybe take some from my balls, make it look a little better. <laughs> could you even this out? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. could you imagine, dude, could you imagine wanting to get, I feel like when Ed Gein does it, it's a, it's a crime. Right. You know, but when and it's a lampshade, but, right? Oh. And when you mail it away to have right, have it that's framed, okay. that's somehow okay. I don't. It's insane. Yeah. All right, hey, there are more TikToks. You're going to have to go and check them out at themediavirus.com. They're right at the top of the blog right now, uh, themediavirus.com. And uh, how far along are we? Um. Uh, 56, 55, 54, Less than a minute. 53. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Media Virus Podcast. Uh, I'm Professor Mike Latouris coming from to you live. Hi atop Uncle Butch Studios on behalf of Matty Rockdeff and Grease Monkey Pete. This has been episode 149, Charlie, and we're out of here. And I got to find something to stick on the end of this thing because, wow, that's how we do this. Scooch this a little closer to myself.